0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations.
1: Roto-Grinders presents the Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast. Dan Bach talks to the biggest personalities in DFS, delivers commentary on the industry's most important topics, and gives you the advice you need to help build winning lineups. Both the salary and the matchup are just too good. If you are not playing him in your head-to-head games, you are just going to lose.
0: You didn't really think we were gonna get rid of that, did you?
1: Here's your host, the one and only, Dan Bach. Hey everybody, what's going on? Welcome. It's a Monday. It's the Roto-Grinders Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast and that would make me Dan Bach here to help you on uh, this DFS basketball slate here today. Thanks for checking us out. Always appreciate the download. Even better if you leave a comment over on iTunes or here on Roto-Grinders. iTunes is good because basically the whole algorithm is determined whether there's activity activity on your uh on your comments and whatnot so uh we always appreciate it when you give us a couple uh also any feedback you can also reach me over dan at rotogrinders.com is the email address and uh, we got a monday slate tonight we got about like 10 games i think or so that we're looking at so we will break it down i go position by position and we will get to that shortly but uh, before we do we need to thank our great friends at fantasy draft and if you like this show Pay it forward by giving the people at Fantasy Draft a look, make a deposit, use that promo code GRINDERS, and uh, they got something coming up for March. March Mayhem is basically um, going to be a uh, kind of uh, way for you to play on their site, then also potentially win a trip out to Charlotte for what a 76ers Hornets home game. You get dinner at Capitol grill, you get airfare, you get hotel for two nights and you get to play a a round of golf at the peninsula club or Trump national. Um, and I'll tell you what, this is something that I'm going to go for because there's nothing extra you got to do. This isn't like qualifier in the sense of they're like taking rake out to pay for this and whatnot. Nah. Uh, basically, the way it works is uh, you play in these March Mayhem contests, and they will have a leaderboard where um, depending on how much money you win in said contests, you will re- receive that number of points. So if you win 200 bucks. Uh, you're going to receive 40 points. If you win $750, bucks. you will win 150 points, uh, and you get 10 points for just playing. This is going to be updated daily, and the final contest is going to be March the 28th. I believe the first one, three entry max, $55, 5K guarantee is going to be this Friday, March the 2nd. So I hope... They keep these kind of uh, like that three entry max, $55 is a good little price point, so therefore, lots of uh, abilities for people to qualify in. The buy-in is not too much on direct buy-in, and on top of that, it's that three entry max, which I love, so therefore, uh, you're not going against people with enormous bankrolls. So check it out. We've got something pinned in the forum on there, or it's in the forum on there. I'll actually leave uh, something in the comment section here on the podcast page for you to check out. And uh, again, satellites start at as little as a dollar, and uh, I will be playing in that come Friday. So hopefully, I can win that trip. I always love playing good golf courses, so uh, that's the plan. That's what I'm. That's what I'm. Uh, I'm going after. Uh, all right, so let's get to the games though here tonight, and I break it down position by position, and we'll start at the point guard spot. I always use Fanduel for the positional, just because they've got more restrictions. But obviously, we'll be talking about DraftKings and fantasy draft as we go along. In uh, in my first view of this slate, by the way, is I think this could really end up being a fair and balanced build. Um, there's certainly going to be some value out there. But I'm not seeing the kind of 3K value that you're going to need to roster like Anthony Davis or Russell Westbrook and or Russell Westbrook. And maybe even getting one of them into your lineup could be tough because uh, I'm not identifying a ton of great punts. Now, again, 9.45 uh, in the morning, rosters lock at 7. We've got a long time until, you know, we actually have to worry about that Uh, and things can change. But uh, based on where we're at right now, I think a fair and balanced lineup might be the way to go. At point guard here today, I kind of like to start with the value plays. And again, these are not sexy value plays at all. Um, Trey Burke has scored over 40 fantasy points in consecutive games for the New York Knicks against Boston and against Orlando. And the funny thing is they went and traded and got... uh, uh, Emmanuel Moudier who is starting and you know they're both basically kind of sharing point guard minutes right now 26, twenty nine, the last two games for Burke. I want to say that uh, we had Moudier in the mid20s as well. Um, the question is, can Trey Burke shoot ten of nineteen and 20, 12 for twenty two uh, in this game against Golden State? I suppose he could. We've got him projected at twenty nine fantasy points, uh, but I'm not sure. I'm really buying it. The you know the efficiency that he had. I mean, the usage thirty eight percent, thirty four percent for him in that time that he was on the on the floor is really, really impressive. I just don't know that it's sustainable. But again, on a slate where there's not a lot of value there and a guy who's played well in back-to-back games, people will be chasing Trey Burke. I just don't know if that's the optimal play to do uh, in your cash games here today. So in tournaments, again, you can make an argument for almost anything in tournaments. Uh, for me, I think the biggest uh, the biggest tournament advice you can give is you know where are you overweight versus underweight I probably would be uh, slightly maybe even overweight in tournaments just because he can give you more upside on a slate where there's not a lot of value, Uh, but... I don't even think he's a cash game lock for me. So I'll be curious to see where the Jamino projections kind of put him at here today. Uh, and Moutier is still going to draw the start, and he's actually $400 cheaper. Again, his minutes 25 and 22 over the last two games, 25 and 21 the output. This is going to be a high-tempo game. There's no question about it. I mean, you've actually got Golden State, who what averages like 115 points or so a game, one of the highest in the league. And they're still, I think, like seven points above their season average. So Golden State should be able to score an absolute ton here in this game, but potential blowout for sure in this one. More worrisome on the Golden State side than it would be on the New York side. So both those guards in play as value options. And then the other guy, uh, the other two guys who stand out potentially today, could be Corey Joseph. He comes in at 52 on FanDuel, 51 on DraftKings, and 9,900 on Fantasy Draft. Uh, he started to play a little bit better. You know, when he when Collison first went down, we were like, oh, we got to play this guy. And he was giving us 19, 15, 10, 13. And then the last two games against Brooklyn and Atlanta, he went for 42 and 35, which is more in line with what we were looking for. Um, and, you know, the 11 rebounds we saw a couple games ago, complete outlier. But that last game, everything was, you know, reasonable. 15 points, 4 assists, 4 rebounds. 4 steals might be a little bit high, but I think you could also go a little bit higher in rebounds and assists to make up for that anyway. Um, so I, I think he's he's kind of an interesting play here with, with no Darren Collison. And, uh, again, the salary on him is a little bit higher than... Than what we've got on Trey Burke by just 300 but uh, I don't know if I'm living in this spot here for cash games today but he is an option I think that we can consider now Dennis Schroeder is interesting we got him projected at 38 fantasy points today if I knew he was going to score 38 fantasy points today I would be playing him at 7k I just have my doubts for him he's 6800 over there on DraftKings and 123 on fantasy draft um I feel like it's almost a little bit high just based on where he's at, but the matchup is nice. And again, this is a, a, an Atlanta team that really needs him to score right now. So, um, you know, over the last, what, four games, he's been right around about 30 minutes per game. Average shots, 12, 16, 13, 18. Uh, I think I really, I think I'm going to probably play him. And I think he's cash game playable. uh, Even if he doesn't get to that 38, which I'd love. I just, Don't know for sure we can project that, uh, but I feel like he's pretty safe there. Uh, The other middle tier that I'm really looking at is Alfred Payton today at 7,500, and uh, he's 77 on DraftKings 14-4 in fantasy draft, and he's been playing monster minutes and, uh, and, and playing really well. Again, the coach loved him. That's why they went and traded for him. 34, 29, 50, 44, 38. Those are his last five games. A huge tempo up game here against New Orleans, but also a game which was going to be featuring two teams here today that are um, both on. Uh, or where'd it go here? I'm just trying to see the uh, the rest here. Ooh, I thought we had it on here. Um, I know that New Orleans is, yeah, here we go. Uh, New Orleans is in the third and four nights. And we've got um, Phoenix here also in the third and four nights. Played the 23rd, 24th. And, 20, and now the 26th. Now, the difference is New Orleans is playing back-to-back three and four, where um, Phoenix is not. But uh, that doesn't really worry me with Peyton. Like, I feel like the production is going to be there. They're not playing a very deep bench right now. And uh, I know he burned people, what, Friday night. But against Rondo and a back-to-back, uh, I think Peyton, very intriguing play and probably cash game playable. Uh, over on DraftKings, I think we can look at Kyle Lowry. On FanDuel at 8,300, I don't love that, salary. Salary, but you get a thousand cheaper on him over on DK today. So uh, at 7,300 versus Detroit, a team who's really moved up in tempo since the Blake Griffin trade, um, I, I like him. Don't he's not unplayable in, on Fanduel. He's probably tournament eligible, but I'm not sure I'm willing to go there in cash games. Steph Curry with a really big salary on DraftKings at 10 six. You know, this is one of those things where, like, rarely do we see DraftKings that much more expensive than Fanduel is ninety six hundred on Fanduel. Uh, my risk here is, um, is what the uh, is whether or not this game's going to be close. Now, this looks like this game is at New York in Madison Square Garden, so that certainly helps the cause a little bit there. Let me see what the uh, odds are in this game. We've got. Um, Golden State favored by 12 here. Man, I mean, every now and then DraftKings will put those salaries out that you don't understand, and then they go nuts. And this is one of those. Like, I feel like 96 is the number he should be on FanDuel and DraftKings. Um, but, man, uh, DraftKings giving him a big, big bump today. So he's probably going to have really low ownership over there. The intriguing name, and I was surprised I'll give you a peek behind the paywall today, Um means he put Chris Paul into his core place. Now, again, subject to change with notice. He'll let you know in the update of our lineup HQ and, of course, uh, the actual column itself. Uh, but he makes a good point about the salary on Paul all the way down to 8400 But my concern here is this is a third and four, and this is a back-to-back here for the Houston Rockets. And Chris Paul is a guy who is certainly... Um, not young by any standard, and they're always, you know, going to kind of keep out and w- worry more about the long run than the short term. So I love the salary on him. The matchup versus Utah, it's not ideal. I actually think they come in at what, 11th in DVP in the league, but, um, but it's also, you know, like I say, all those scenarios just kind of scare me off here a little bit. So uh, I, I can understand it in tournaments, in cash games. If you're going true, fair, and balanced, and Chris Paul's the most expensive guy you have in your lineup today, you can probably make that work. Um, I don't know if that's the plan of attack for me, but um, that is just definitely a low salary on him today. So we have to make note of that. Uh, we saw Jeff Teague with a 50-burger the other day with no Jimmy Butler. I, I don't really see that particularly happening again but he has been pretty consistent 32 32 42 35 and then that 50 against Chicago the the salary though jumped 900 or 800 so it's definitely baked in this salary today Uh, so not a ton of excitement around there Um, we should get Lonzo Ball back I can't really play any of these Lakers guards right now, I'm just not big believers. Keep our eye on Zach Levine. If Levine is out today, I think Chris Dunn gets a bigger boost than people will acknowledge. He's played 28 and 27 minutes the last two games. And remember, he kind of had that that bout with a concussion where he was out for a while. And this is really only his third game back. And he actually did pretty good. 30 fantasy points in 28 minutes. Now, the shots are going to be down because Levine is a ball hog. But this is a guy, again, blocks, steals... He gets you like two to three in those categories per game, and on FanDuel in particular, it's really advantageous. So he's 6,500 there against Brooklyn. I don't hate the play. We got him projected at 32 fantasy points tonight, and especially if Levine would sit. And the reason Levine would sit is not going to be playing both ends of back-to-backs, and he's actually in the front end of one today. So we'll see whether or not that uh, that happens or not. Um, the only other name I want to throw out there today let me see if I can't find him where did he go because on FanDuel he is definitely a guy I'm not looking to play but if you want to get cute on DraftKings Ricky Rubio at 5600 could be interesting because he played 29 minutes and admittedly his shot has fallen off 24 10 19 fantasy points the last three games but don't forget it was not that long ago where he was going for 48 41 50 40 48, 34, 33. Some of that was without Donovan Mitchell, so that certainly was part of the reason. But um, I don't think it's impossible to see him getting back to that point at some point in time. On FanDuel at 6,800, I think it's a pass. But DraftKings at 56, fantasy draft at a little bit under 12. Uh, I think in GPPs you can easily make the argument because you're not going to find a lot of guys at that price tag with 40 fantasy point upside, and he's had it in the past month so wanted to make note of that on him all right moving on to shooting guard and this is a spot where you know when buddy healed is like the top value option on the slate you got to kind of reevaluate things um admittedly he has been good the last two games 33 and 41 fantasy points against the lakers and okc he is a little bit cheaper on fanduel at 4800 draftkings he's 53 10 7 on fantasy draft as a pass for me but it's again this uncomfortable range where I just don't I don't feel comfortable like I feel like I could easily get like a 15 or 20 spot from him um and you know 20 spot doesn't kill your lineups at 4,800 um but I just don't ever feel good about it so I probably am going to play again in the middle range here I like Andrew Wiggins tonight against Sacramento um his last game he scored the 23 points we love we just Cross our fingers we can get more than two rebounds and two assists from him. And, uh, you know, it's a big if. You know, there's a lot of times he doesn't do that. But also another guy who I think has 40 fantasy point upside at What, 6,900, 66 on DraftKings. Uh, We've also got D'Angelo Russell into that starting lineup. Seems to be having his minutes pretty secure. On FanDuel, again, it's it's not a gimme against Chicago, but I like the matchup at 7,200. On DraftKings at 63, especially since I believe he might be just point guard eligible there, Um, and you've got the flexibility. It's hard not to see D'Angelo Russell in lineups at 6,300 on DraftKings here tonight. Uh, I think Bogdanovich for Sacramento is another uh, guy to consider here as well. Um, Two games ago against OKC, yeah, it was a dog, four fantasy points. But the four games around that, he had 39 versus the Lakers, 37 against Houston, 32 against Dallas, and 30 against Minnesota. Playing 30 minutes or more in each and every one of those games. I can get behind it here uh, against Minnesota uh, at home. So like some Bogdanovich in that middle range. And then you kind of climb up a little bit higher. I'm off of James Harden tonight. I don't want to really pay that number if I'm going to go that high. It's going to be to somebody else like Anthony Davis or Russell Westbrook, who, by the way, I did pass over on FanDuel uh, or on Point Guard. He's always good. If you can play him, play him. He's great. Um But Donovan Mitchell at 8K in a tempo up game versus Houston hasn't played particularly well against them in the three games they faced off this year. That is somewhat concerning, but the dude just um, loves to shoot the basketball. I mean, he's 20 shots or more now in six consecutive games, and he's under – 8K on DraftKings and right at 8K on FanDuel, 15K on Fantasy Draft. Huge upside for him. Uh, Love him for tournaments, and I I think you can even make the case potentially for him in cash. We've got him projected 37 minutes at 37 fantasy points tonight. Uh, Drew Holiday has been playing exceptionally well, but he is priced up a little bit higher at 85 on FanDuel, so I'd prefer to go Mitchell there. On DraftKings, I think is a different argument because it's only a $200 difference, and he's gone for 60, 50, 55, 49 his last four games. Uh, shots 31 last game versus Milwaukee, 20, 19. Pretty efficient in those games, 11 for 20 and 10 for 19. Probably not going to be overly sustainable. Um at that clip but uh I think a pretty safe play to get into the mid 30s potentially upper 40s and we've seen 50s is definitely in the cards. Then you've also got Devin Booker at 8400 um uh against New Orleans. Again, high total in this game and I love shooters 28 20 20 last 3 games uh and you know feels like this is another spot for him to get going against New Orleans. Let me see if his how he has done against New Orleans this year, going through the game logs here. He had a 17 fantasy point day. That is not good Uh, a little bit earlier this season, and that looks like it in the one game against New Orleans for him this season. So if that's enough to scare you off, that's fine, but again, I'm living in this middle tier because I feel like there's safety with him, and I want to get exposure to Phoenix, New Orleans today, and he's an easy way to do that, and honestly, there's not much else at this shooting guard position. I love Clay Thompson in Madison Square Garden. Kind of intriguing. I wish he was cheaper, like, and he probably should be. The dude hasn't scored thirty fantasy points since uh, the third of February. And he's still 6,500. Like, I feel like he should be in the 5Ks. And if he's in the 5Ks, I want to play him because I feel like he could get to, like, 30 today. But based on our projection at 26 fantasy points, uh, it's probably a pass. Last game out there, Madison Square Garden, he went for, like, 38. Um, could be, like, a nice 1%, 2% owned play today because I don't think many people are going to go there. But, uh, but that is about it for me. Uh, and then Tim Hardaway Jr., uh, I'm a sucker for this guy mainly because I love the shooters and he definitely loves to shoot. Um, last game against Boston, I, you know, I'll give him that off. Boston's a tough defensive team um, and, you know, they were motivated coming out of the All Star break. But Orlando and Washington the two games prior, 39 and 50. Again, at 6,400, 6,300. Probably going to get some Clay Thompson defense, which is not ideal. I'll completely agree to that one. Um, but straight volume and game total. I can have a little bit of interest there in him today. So uh, there we go. So I'm off of guys like Bazemore. DeRozan against Detroit, Eh, I kind of overlooked him a little bit. He's just. He's all right. Uh, I mean, get you 50, can get you in the 20s. Probably not looking to use him in cash games at all today. Uh, All right, moving on to small forward next. And do we believe David Nawaba can keep it going here? I'm a little bit have my doubts here looking at the last couple of games, but. Um, he's only 5K over there on Fanduel, 4,900 on DraftKings, and the reason I have my doubts here. Now, if you know Levine would be out, maybe that's more reason to. But uh, nine of 14 against Philadelphia, nine rebounds, um just feels kind of an outlier. And then you look at that next game against Minnesota. He scored 14 points with nine rebounds and had zero assists, zero steals, zero blocks. Uh, maybe that's a little bit of an outlier, but I feel like that 22 is way more likely than that 39, and maybe the answer is in the middle. We got him projected at 25, which is good, but not great for me at 5K with some of the risk that I feel like we have there in him. So um, uh, he's in the player pool, but not anybody I'm excited about. I mean, for under more, we can get TJ Warren in a high-scoring game, a minute's monster here lately and um, I feel is pretty locked in, like, mid-30s fantasy point production today. We got the Bees tonight, Michael Beasley at 6K. Finally, a little bit of drop in his salary. Uh, had been up into the 7s uh, on FanDuel, and now 6K on FanDuel, 6,200 on DraftKings. Uh, a guy who could easily fit into the mid-30s. You know, the last two games have been down, 27-24, and it's been Trey Burke going bonkers, you know, Probably wouldn't play Trey Burke and Michael Beasley together. Just looking at that correlation in these last two games between one doing well and one being mediocre. Um, so if you're playing Beasley, probably don't play. Um, probably don't don't play Trey Burke uh, on the same team. Um, so there you go. That's my advice on him today. But I don't mind him. I don't mind him at that number. Uh, KD at 10-2. He's fine. Obviously going to New York just whether or not you can fit them into your lineup. Bielitza, yes. Mr. Chalk, 80% owned in the live finals this weekend. By the way, congrats to Curtis Painter taking down the FanDuel uh, Hoops final this weekend. And uh, good old Taylor. Taylor Azell, I believe that's how you say it. Uh, Taylor with RG, um, a part-time contributor for us, and uh, took down the hockey final out in Toronto. So, congrats to those guys. Good, good job by them. Uh, but Bielitza, I think on DraftKings is going to garner tons of ownership. He's forty-seven hundred versus fifty-six on Fanduel, and you know that that game against Chicago this weekend didn't turn out like everybody would have hoped. I mean, for 3,400, you're fine with 22 fantasy points. But at 4,700 or 5,600, is 21 fantasy points going to work for you? Maybe not. So I feel like the ownership's going to drop on him. But he's also a guy, though, who I know can get into the 30s. And if he does at 5,600, uh, we certainly will take it. Uh, all right. So see Trevor ariza today let's see 49 on FanDuel 47 on DraftKings uh played 32 minutes but again he's falling in this third and four back to back and he's an old guy so probably not the spot where I'm looking to uh to fire him up today um Harrison Barnes, that's the one guy that looks pretty cheap today for Dallas at fifty eight hundred, sixty-one on DraftKings. Indiana's not a good defensive team at all. And uh and Barnes has not been playing great, but he hasn't played been trashy here. Like he should be over six K. Uh, I don't know on FanDuel why he dropped below that threshold. He was just seven K against Sacramento, like two games ago, and now he's fifty-eight versus Indiana. Uh, I'm excited about playing him today at 5,800 at small forward. I think he's even potentially cash game playable. All right, moving on to power forward. I think the chalk of the day is John Collins, now a starter for Atlanta and a starter I can't get behind. So uh, I love me some John Collins tonight, and, uh, and he's a guy that I think is a must play in cash. I'll probably be overweight on tournaments. He's going to play 30 minutes. You just hope he stays out of foul trouble, but a team that uh, – you know, defensively not great against that power forward position anyway, feels like a complete and utter lock and load. Now where you go in the other spot, there's a couple of question marks. One guy I'm looking at on FanDuel, and this is dangerous because he's been pretty terrible lately, but Blake Griffin is at a season low salary of eight thousand. That's right, season low. It's not been lower than this all year. So uh against Toronto, the matchup doesn't scare me one bit. Uh, I just think it's a point it's a point per dollar play. The dude's a superstar. Yes, the rebounding has gone way down since um, he's joined Detroit. That's going to happen when you play next to Andre Drummond. But uh, the guy can score, and I think he can score at a greater clip than we've even seen. So uh, I, I like him tonight. I think I'm playing him on FanDuel for sure at 8K. Again, back to that kind of fair and balanced lineup and if I can go fair and balanced lineups and get guys like Blake Griffin and maybe CP3 into the lineup that's it's not bad that's not bad you're gonna need a few crappers in there but but we've pointed out a couple um Carmelo God, five seven I feel like a sucker for even bringing his name up but 17 17 18 22 shots now admittedly he's only been over 30 fantasy points one of those games because he does nothing in this assist department, steals blocks. Does get a few rebounds. Um, Let's see what he is on DraftKings at 6,100. He has a little bit more appeal there because he does shoot so many three-pointers, and you get that bonus point uh, there. But at 57, that's such a dirt cheap price, and Orlando sucks. So, uh, yes, there's blowout potential there for um, OKC in that game versus Orlando, but... Uh, at that price tag, I'm willing to potentially risk it. Uh, Mirtich, 78 on FanDuel feels a little bit pricey, but 65 on DraftKings probably a cash game play there. A uh, rock solid minutes, um, uh, you know, fit this team well. You know, fills up the box score from top to bottom. The matchup is is perfectly fine, and the salary on DraftKings is too cheap. Same with fantasy draft. FanDuel at 78, going to be tougher to press that button when I can get Blake Griffin for 200 more. Uh, A little value maybe in Marcus Morris against Memphis. Don't love the matchup, but do love the $4,500 price under 10K on Fantasy Draft tonight. Um, Should be secure in his mid-30s minutes. Uh, Let's see where else we are looking. Anything else at power forward? You know, Aaron Gordon somewhat intriguing here on DK at 7,200. He has 79 on FanDuel. I wouldn't write him off for tournaments. and Fantasy Draft, I wouldn't write him off for tournaments. And the reason I say that is, you know, he's supposed to be on a minutes restriction. Um, well, I guess he was in that first game back 24 minutes. Bumped it up to 20 or 31 in that next game versus Philadelphia. And the salary dropped 600. So I just feel like the minutes aren't going to go down, but the salary dropped what six hundred bucks on Fanduel from where it was? Um, so he's a guy who's got monster upside because he does do he does get rebounds. He does have assists. He played a lot of point guard, believe it or not, in that game. Again, uh, late in that fourth quarter, um, they had him playing point guard, which is interesting. Another seven assist game for him. So uh, I think he's in play today, especially in the cheap fantasy draft. Looks like not a bad spot for him uh, at that price tag. Bobby Portis has been playing great on FanDuel. It's tough to do at 71. 63 on DraftKings. I think we can look at going against Minnesota here, uh, or excuse me, against Brooklyn here. Um, I don't know if he's going to get back to that 50 fantasy point game he had against Philly, but I feel like he can do much better than the 21 spot he had against Minnesota. I'm not sure if there was foul trouble there or what. But in 19 minutes, he still scored 15 real life points. He took 13 shots in 19 minutes. So, you know, you got to think he's going to go higher than that tonight against Brooklyn. And if he does, we could probably place him right in the mid 30s, um, which is good enough for DraftKings at 63, FanDuel at 71. I'm not so sure. Um, not sure it's worth the risk. All right, the last position center. And this is an interesting one here for me today. Because we've got uh, some cheapies here. Obviously, Alex Len is going to be chalked today. He's been really good in the starter's role. He gets a excellent game tempo here against um, New Orleans. My biggest problem, question mark, whatever you want to call it, is simply that back to back and third and. Or this isn't a back to back, sorry. This is just a third and four situation, and he's guarding Anthony Davis, which. Um, certainly does not feel like an ideal matchup for him and one that could easily get him in foul trouble, which is something we can see. Uh, looking at the logs the last two games, you know, the scoring is right there, 11, 14 points. That's reasonable. The 13 rebounds in 29 and 24 minutes feel like a lot. Uh, again, there's going to be a lot of shots here. Will there be as many as there was against Portland and L.A.? We'll see, but uh, I feel like... That's too high of an expectation to have today. Uh, wouldn't shock me one bit if this guy busted out. Uh, usage at twelve percent, twenty percent each of the last two games. I got to see where the ownership checks in, but I'm I, I'm not, happily to fade this if he's going to be fifty percent owned in GPPs or forty percent owned in GPPs. Um, and I think you could even maybe fade it in cash because I'm looking at Marcus All here at under. 7k. Uh, lowest salary for him on the season on FanDuel. He's 71 on DraftKings and 13.1 on Fantasy Draft. He went for a 50 burger the last game against Boston. Now, I'm not saying he's going to do that tonight, but he's coming off a rest game, so he's going to, you know, be set to go into the 30s today. And, you know, I feel like he's a lock and load for like mid 30s fantasy production today, and he's 6,900. I just feel like there's way less risk in playing Marcus All. And, again, 1700 you can spend that money in a number of places and, you know, up your team. But, again, this kind of goes back to how scrubby do we need to get with our lineups. Marcus Gasol feels too cheap. So you've got a lowest-priced Marcus All, a lowest-priced Blake Griffin, and a lowest-priced Chris Paul on tonight's slate on FanDuel. Just take note. Um... Felicio just hasn't been getting it done at thirty nine hundred. Brooklyn's a nice matchup for him, and he basically did reach that value um, that last game against Minnesota, where he went for twenty three fantasy points. That's not great, but at thirty nine hundred or thirty six on Fanduel, you don't hate it. Brooklyn pretty weak down low, and uh, you know he could be you know a path to stars and scrubs if you need to go that way. But I don't think you do today. But if you want to. He's uh, probably the way to go. Carl Anthony Towns had much higher expectations for him with Jimmy Butler out, and it hasn't reached them yet. Um, and the interesting thing is, you know, 22 and 13 is not a bad day. But two assists, one block, zero steals. I uh, feel like we can even go a little bit better than that here against Sacramento in their interior. 9,900 on DraftKings. Fantasy Draft juiced up a little bit at 18K. Got a pretty cheap Andre Drummond here, too, at 9,900 against Toronto, 92 on DraftKings. He's been a rebounding monster, no question about it. Um, and probably is a bit too cheap. I mean, he's been an over 10K guy on DraftKings over the last two weeks. Been an over 10 and even 11K guy on FanDuel over the last two to three weeks. I think you can play him in your if you're multi-entering your GPPs. Now, obviously, Anthony Davis... Uh, it's tough to not pay this guy, pay off for this guy, because he shoots the ball a ton. He rebounds a ton. He he does everything. Um, and it's an up tempo game versus Phoenix. You know, 11 7 on DraftKings, I like. 12 5 on FanDuel. I just like the value at this position, whether it is potentially a Lynn or going down to a Gasol or, you know, even guy like Carl Anthony Towns is 2,500 cheaper. Drummond is 2,600 cheaper. Those guys aren't scrubs by any measure. So, something to think about. And then lastly, we got Vooch at 8K against OKC. Tough matchup here versus Steven Adams. Probably going to keep me away. But I love what I've seen from him since he's returned the minutes. uh, Slowly but surely rising. um, But 39 fantasy points in 29 minutes. 38 fantasy points in 24 minutes. Pretty much do-everything guy for Orlando. Uh, All right, that's going to cover it. That'll... uh, Get a set here tonight for this Monday Night Slate. If you're looking for more, well, guess what? You've got our premium content, which I think you'll enjoy. Uh, And remember, if you're a premium subscriber, just get the monthly or get the annual, and you get everything that we have uh, in the Roto Grinders Premium, which is NHL, which is PGA. Um, And obviously, when we get into football season, baseball season's here in a month. So lots of stuff happening. So check that out. Seven-day free trial for you, as always, on that. And, uh, and, yeah, and that's it. And I'll be back on XM tonight. You can catch me at 6 Eastern time. Me and Beer will give you a more updated breakdown of what's going on today. So uh, check us out over there on XM Radio. But we are done for tonight. Thanks so much for the listening and for the download. We'll catch you again same time, same place on the pod tomorrow. See you, everybody.